It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, and welcome to Your Utah. I'm Taylor Powers. That is Ethan Millard, bringing you all things from the Wasatch Front. Today, we're going to be talking about some outdoor things that you can do with the end of summer winding down. Summer is still here. It's yes. still here. It hasn't gone away yet. No. Don't no. give up hope on it. No, there's plenty of things to do with warm weather or even fall weather. Uh, two of which are things that we both experienced this weekend. That's right. Uh, I went up to Strawberry and had some some days out there picnicking and going on the water. And Ethan went to Sand Hollow. Yeah. Which, which is, is down awesome. by St. George. So tell us about it. So Sand Hollow. Sand Hollow is down near St. George. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually just outside of Washington, which is a little town kind of outside of – it's like Washington's like a suburb of St. George. I don't know if they – I don't know if that's how they like to be referred to, but <laughs> that's kind of an easy way to, to think about it. And okay. so uh, it's very, very close to kind of all of your, uh, you know, your cultural amenities. Uh, you're not super far away. So if you are not interested in going out and camping, mm-hmm. Sand Hollow is a good option. You can be very close to, you know, condos and hotels and things like that. But nice. it's a very beautiful reservoir out in the desert. So you have that striking contrast between the 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 red rocks and just the the starkness of the desert. And then you've got this beautiful blue, big blue lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty popular with boating. Get out there, water skiing, jet skiing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but or you can just kind of use it as a home base to experience the desert. You can do a little bit of swimming and then just enjoy the desert around it. It's got some fees. Uh, the fees for Sand Hollow are... $10 per vehicle, update people. Uh, if you want to walk in, that's $4 per person. So if you kind of hike over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got annual passes which for 75 bucks, which is a pretty good deal probably if you live down there, but not yeah. otherwise because otherwise yeah. it's $10 a per, uh, per vehicle. Uh, and then um, they've got camping as well. Uh, camping is um, basically all over the place. $15 per night per vehicle. Campgrounds have fire pits, tables, and access to restrooms with showers. So there are a lot of of amenities. What there is, and one of the cool things about Sand Hollow, and this is something that I experienced, is all of the off-road opportunities around. There's a section. It's just outside of the state park, but it's on public land. It's kind of designated as – it's designated for this purpose, so there are maps, and that's for off-road travel uh, a series of trails and roads that are challenging and fun that you can take your motorcycle jeep you know truck whatever you've got and get it out there and drive it in the dirt and that really was a lot of fun so we took the we took our tacoma out there oh, okay. and uh and really put the we really kind of put the the spurs to it and it was fun that's the uh the picture you showed me of you trying you to get photo. over yeah okay that was uh about an hour before I lost the right front tire. <laughs> so it, the, there, was, there was a road that ran along a fence line, and someone had cut out a section of the fence to kind of divert the road. 
And they had just cut the metal post off, and uh, so it was sticking out an inch or two. And and I hit that with the sidewall, oh, and so no. I got a I got a nice. Uh, and it was just it was the bulge of the sidewall. So I very nearly missed. If I'd have been an inch over, I wouldn't have hit it. But the bulge of the sidewall clamped down over the top of it, and that tire emptied within ten seconds. Jeez. <laughs> and I've got a big. I've got a hole in that <laughs> sidewall that's two inches one way and two inches. So it's a it's a cross. With each line, it's an X, basically. With each line, is about two inches long. And that was disappointing. Oh, but I had a full-size spare. Having bad luck lately with the uh, <laughs> four-wheeling. Know, yeah, a little bit of bad luck. <laughs> but uh, it was great, though. You've got beautiful views. In fact, from up there in the from the the ORV area above Sand Hollow, you can see all the way into downtown St. George. Wow. It really was neat. Very cool. And so get out there. Get out there in the morning. You can avoid the crowds. Mm-hmm. You know, most guys are going to go out there kind of midday. There's so, beach areas, good beach areas as well. Uh, great beach areas, tons of sand everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it is – Sand Hollow is a state park that was designed for machines. So if you like recreating with machines, <laughs> boat, RV, Jeep, mm-hmm. motorcycle, razor – Sand Hollow State Park is so for you'll you. be the bi- minority if you just go out there with a beach towel. <laughs> yeah, if you go out there with your backpack and your bicycle, you might look uh, a little bit out of place. I'm sure there's still a lot of other stuff yeah, to do, yeah. but um, but it is it is heavy heavy machine use. So and that's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people love to recreate like that. So if that's what you are into, definitely definitely uh, do that. And now, if you want a different kind of reservoir experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could get to two different reservoirs, two different lakes in Utah than Sand Hollow and Strawberry Reservoir. It yeah, is yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty different. Extremely different. So that's a little review of Sand Hollow State Park. When we come back, Taylor's going to take us to Strawberry and show us what kind of opportunities are available at Strawberry. Let's say you don't have a boat. Let's say you just want to go up there and enjoy the lake. No toys. No toys. <laughs> just you. Yep. You and some loved ones. Let's talk That's about good. it. I keep nodding to you like, go ahead, Taylor. <laughs> But it's actually me. I'm the one that brings us in. <laughs> it's the second episode in a row. Been doing this for a year. Ethan. I know. I know. Second episode in a row. I've said that waited for you uh, when it was my turn. All right. So let's talk about Strawberry Reservoir. Yes. Other side of the state. Yep. From Sand Hollow. Sand Hollow's Desert Reservoir. Strawberry's Mountain Reservoir. Yeah. So let's talk about it. I feel like the. The northeast section of the state is so underrated, and people, at least me, people, me, (laughs) forget about it a lot. Yeah. And I go up there, and I'm just shocked at how many, how many reservoirs and creeks and rivers, and and it's just stunning. Like you were talking, the you know the difference, you know, having the contrast of the red rocks and the the lakes. Well, this includes. The mountains and trees as well. So you get everything. You know, you're right about that. That area of the state is kind of ignored. I feel like, at least along the Wasatch Front, which is where most people live in mm-hmm. Utah, we have a very vertically aligned idea of Utah. Yeah. You know, we, there's that I-15 corridor, and that's kind of how we imagine <laughs> we the state. We just stick to 15. You know what I mean? 
you might stray over to Zion or something like that or to or to arches. Mm-mm. But otherwise, we're very, we have a very vertical th- alignment of the yeah. state. But you're right. You get out over that northeast if, corner. Yeah, if you get on 40. And I mean, there's more. We passed, we passed Jordanelle, Strawberry, Starvation Reservoir. All of those are within about an hour, hour and a half of each other. Yeah. But, uh, but we stopped at Strawberry, and we fell in love with it. So Strawberry is a huge, huge reservoir. And there, it's kind of in two sections. So one is the the very main large part of the reservoir. You got the visitor center that will give you all the information about what's going on the lake, camping spots, recreation spots, um, you know, just all the different roads that access different areas. And then there's another little inlet that's still part of the reservoir, but it's a lot smaller. And so that's where we were hanging out this past weekend. And so we. We went to the visitor center, talked to them, and then kept on driving back on 40 and then got off and drove down this road until we found somewhere that we liked. Most of the rec- recreation spots are a $6 fee area just with the envelope that you stick in the box. Self-pay. Yep. Yep. And uh, over there, I assume, because we didn't actually get in the water at the large, larger area of the reservoir, uh, but the water was pretty calm. Not that cold. Like we really, I was able to jump right in. Yeah. Oh, that's. I cool. mean, it was also 100 degrees. Maybe that had something to do with <laughs> I'm just it. Glad to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it was really cool, and it was a very clean, clean reservoir. People take care of it, which I was really happy to see. And there's a lot of beach areas. Uh, a lot of a lot of it is rocky beaches, which are still cool because you know keeps kids entertained. There's tons of fish and crawdads and various things. That they can, you know, yeah, do around there. It just means if you're going to lay out, you got to bring your own. Uh, you got to bring like a, like a lawn chair or something. To yeah, lay out yeah. On. We had we had chairs with us, and we also had inner tubes. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So the day that we had more time, we took our inner tubes and swam out about I don't know fifty feet or so, and then just let the current take us back into our spot, and then swim back out. And we just did that for for a good amount of time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, So if you're going to do this, you know, make sure you got your sunscreen because time, you lose time when you're out there. Yeah, you lose track and Mm -hmm. and you're you're up at that high elevation and the sun just loves to nail you up there. Uh, So we we just did day stuff. We didn't actually stay the night at Strawberry, but there is a lot of camping there. They have four main places, uh, one of which is Soldier Creek. That's a whole recreation area and camping area. They've got a ton of things. There's Strawberry Bay. There is Renegade. And there's Aspen Grove. So if you go on recreation.gov and uh, look up Strawberry Reservoir, you can see all the different areas and what they offer. Or if you want to wing it, just go to Strawberry and go to the visitor center and pick one that fits your your needs. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. an awesome idea. Yeah. Uh, if uh, Strawberry Reservoir is famous for fishing also. Yeah. Yeah. There were a ton of... Ton of people fishing out there. Ton of fishing boats, and and there's also Strawberry River, which connects to Strawberry Reservoir, and there are roads that connect around the entire reservoir. And I thought it would be fun for another time to just dedicate a day to driving around the entire perimeter of the reservoir. It would take probably a good day and stopping at different areas, different right. beaches, exploring. It seems fun. So, well, it, I think you're right. You know, those reservoirs they get to be they get a pretty, pretty long shoreline. Yeah, yeah, because there's pretty so many inlets. All right, that's it. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, any strawberries? 
I didn't see any there. I did buy some that day, though. <laughs> see, I've never seen. I have never seen a strawberry up there either. Maybe at the top of Strawberry Peak. Maybe which is right behind you know. It. Maybe that's it. <laughs> There's just a whole garden of strawberry plants. Maybe that's it because I actually. In preparation for this, I pulled up the Strawberry Reservoir on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say a word about strawberries. Yeah. We're not in the know yet. Well, you know, maybe the problem is maybe there were strawberries. They're just at the bottom of the lake now. <laughs> yeah. That's a classic trick, right? Perhaps. Flood it, then name it for whatever you flooded. <laughs> Glen Canyon Recreation Area, that's, yep. One, yep. that's one example. All right. Well, we offered you two great reservoirs to go explore in the state. We hope that you take advantage of it, especially with just a short amount of time left, about two months to take advantage of these places. And then you got to wait until next summer. Uh, last thing that I forgot to mention, the camping at Strawberry, the end date is October 15th. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You, can, well, you yeah. can still go out there, but camping is off limits after that. Well, it becomes real snowbound out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's big. It's, there's a lot it's of high, snow. It's pretty high elevation up there. Yeah. All right. All right. There you have it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you get out there and enjoy your Utah.